passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. We got a little extra post-wrestling interview. Um, my name is Mike Murray, and I'm joined with my youngest daughter, Nora. How are you doing tonight, Nora? Good. So Nora and I just watched SmackDown from the empty arena. What did you think about watching WWE SmackDown from an empty arena tonight? How did you feel about it? It was great, but it was great, but um, I don't know why there wasn't any fans. Well, the reason they had it in an empty arena is because they're concerned about having large groups of people with the outbreak of the coronavirus. So having in front of, they still had to do the show to get it on Fox because that's part of their contract. But doing in front of the empty uh, performance center, in the empty performance center, was probably the uh, best way for everybody still to be safe. So what was your favorite thing about tonight's show? I don't know. Did you like the tag match between Sasha, Bailey, and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross? Yeah. Is there anything else you liked about it? Mm. I don't know. Uh, no. What did you think about Bray Wyatt? Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, how are you feeling about WrestleMania? Is there anything that you're excited about? Mm. Spear versus Spear? Yeah. Anything else? Mm. Um, who's Brock Lesnar facing? Who's Brock Lesnar facing? Yeah. Drew McIntyre. That much too. What do you feel about Becky Lynch versus uh, Shayna Baszler? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, okay. So thanks everybody for listening to this little bonus section of post wrestling with uh, Nora and Mike. Uh, tune in for the rest of the show, talking about SmackDown with John. Take care. Bye. As if they don't have too much on their plates. The Kings of Combat Sports Podcast, John and Wade. Talk about the things they did that day. They'll analyze the work of Vince and Triple H. We want to smack down. 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Rewind a Smackdown. I am John Pollock, joined by Mike Murray. And off the top, we have to thank. Young Nora for kicking things off and I think getting everyone's spirits just a, a little higher as we uh, go into these very dark times. But uh, great to hear from Nora off the top, Mike, and some tremendous interviewing skills on your behalf. Thanks, John. Uh, that's Nora's first time ever being interviewed, I'm pretty sure. A natural. Uh, she got to kick it, listen it back to it. Yeah. She, you know, I, th- I think maybe she's got a career in it when she's like, you know, 20 years older. Hey, man, I, I'm looking in the rear view mirror. I'm looking out. Uh, <laughs> this, this seat will not be occupying itself for much longer. So, uh, uh, again, thank you to Nora for uh, joining us. And uh, this will be cer- certainly very uh, 
interesting show for us to go through. We will be getting to our SmackDown review, one of the most bizarre shows that WWE has ever put forward, given the circumstances. Uh, Wei Ting is not here tonight. That was... Uh, that was actually pre-planned because this is Wei's birthday weekend where I just assumed he would be out all weekend and partying it up. And I don't think he has many options for a birthday this weekend. But nonetheless, Wei will be back uh, later on the, this weekend with us. But uh, let's all wish Wei Ting a happy birthday as it is uh, by the time most are listening to this. It is his birthday on March 14th. Awesome. Happy birthday, Wei. So where to begin? Uh, we're starting off the show where this is available to everyone. We're going to do the uh, the news segment, which will be available on the free feed for everybody. And then the SmackDown portion uh, of the review, uh, that will be on the Patreon feed at postwrestlingcafe.com. But, Mike, I'm kind of interested in sort of what your week has been like as a uh, father of two young children who are in school, or I should say were in school, uh, Kind of give us what the last couple of days have been like uh, from your vantage point and how uh, the city has just been undergone an enormous change over the last 72 hours as this has really taken uh, an enormous, you know, just shadow over everything. I think I think the kind of joking about it is seems to be over, though. I mean, uh, yesterday I picked the kids up from school. Um, We did the up next uh, greatest WrestleMania game. So I took the day off from work uh, and had today off work because uh, Vivian was supposed to be in a hockey tournament all weekend. And after I picked the kids up from school Thursday, we we went to McDonald's to have a shamrock shake. You know, you only get those once a year. Yes. uh, At the the local Walmart in Scarborough. And by 5 o'clock, that Walmart was getting pretty hectic and pretty crazy in there. I was really shocked how it went from empty to, like, panic within 45 minutes. I'm kind of dreading this weekend having to go uh, shopping, just, like, grocery shopping because it's – Oh, man, like, you, you guys haven't done? No, that's the plan Saturday, and I, I don't know what to expect. Um, I'm not sure what to expect by Saturday either. And, and what we will be left? To... Like I'm just seeing these photos yeah. of just empty shelves everywhere. And I, I don't think we're talking specifically here in Toronto or Ontario. I think this is uh, probably widespread to, from whoever is uh, listening to this. Um, yeah. Like this is a, a pandemic and this is, you know, something I have certainly never lived through in my lifetime to see this and the the level of concern that's definitely heightened over the past couple of days. I think this has been, uh, there's been an awareness and, but it's been uh, a distance away. It's been other countries and now it's starting to hit people directly. The realities are sinking in and suddenly we're see, seeing just a totally different way of life and an indefinite period that uh, we're, we're going to be in this situation. Yeah, it does seem really crazy how ramped up it came over the last, like, 48 hours. I mean, Marina went to No Frills yesterday, speaking of grocery shopping, and she was in line for over an hour, just lined up with a cart of groceries, just picking up some stuff for the, like, week. So here in Ontario, coming up, it's uh, March break, which is the one-week break for elementary schools and high schools, but uh, your kids are now out till, uh, is it April 5th? or April 6th is the kind of the, the date that's penciled so in to return? Two weeks, two weeks after March break, um, the schools in Ontario will be – publicly funded schools will be closed for two weeks, uh, which brings us to the day after WrestleMania. 
if it happens. So that would be April the 6th that kids are at home for the time being. And that creates, of course, in and of itself, many problems for parents that have to go to work that now need, you know, younger children to be taken care of. Um, there's a lot of workplaces that are having people working remotely from home. Uh, I've heard from, you know, several friends who are in that boat. Uh, where are you work-wise at, at the moment? Are you kind of primarily based at home now? Are you still going to work? Uh, well, this week I initially planned we were going to have a March break vacation and that's right off. Uh, we first was a hockey tournament this weekend, which is canceled. So all minor hockey uh, in Canada is postponed or canceled right now. Every every league, every practice, every game, every playoff, it's all every tournament is all off for now, including even things like um, like team banquets. They're 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 canceled. So there's a lot of disappointing kids that have, you know, have made the playoffs or made the playdowns. My daughter's team is not one of them. But, you know, there's other kids that she knows who are, are going to miss out on something that, you know, they haven't had before after, you know, three or four seasons. And, and that's the part uh, that – yeah, sorry to interrupt. So that was the part that was very difficult to watch tonight that I know a lot of people were trying to just enjoy this wrestling show for what it was and that they're going out to do this. But, I mean, we're watching as there's this – incredible panic at the moment about just any particular way of which you can be contaminated with this virus. And these individuals are being put in planes. They are going off to the performance center and then they are participating in a form of entertainment that requires physical contact. And yeah. it, it made it very hard for me to watch tonight and not really feel for not just these performers, but their families that have to be just frightened of what their spouses, what their friends could be bringing back to them as well. I, yeah, I just, you got to imagine these guys are going home and the girls are going home. Yeah, it's Sorry. Uh, it's just such a uh, – it was such a difficult show to watch for, for many reasons uh, that we'll get into. Uh, there, there's a bunch of updates that we can go through. Um, the number one on uh, – on Friday, at least from the wrestling industry, is that they are moving Raw from Pittsburgh. It was set for the PPG Paints Arena, uh, and I had called the arena earlier in the day, and they were still uh, saying that the event was still a go, uh, but then the official word came down from WWE. It's been moved to the Performance Center, um, which it, it looks like this is, if you watch tonight's show, tack on another hour, and this may be the reality, as long as they can even do these empty arena shows i i certainly would have to question that where is where is the um uh conscience level going to be a couple of days from now where maybe that's not even safe to be doing these empty arena shows i mean you live in the core of toronto and i'm just outside of the core and but i have to travel to it uh you know daily for work i mean how long are we even talking like maybe public transit running yeah that's you know i, I was listening to um uh you know, one, one particular uh, interview today, and that was just the thing is just going on public transit. Like if you can avoid it, avoid it. You don't know who has, you know, coughed in their hand and they're holding on to the yep. same bar in the subway. It's all these little things that we completely take for granted. I, I went through a drive through today to grab a coffee and I'm just getting my coffee as this person is handing me the coffee and I'm just – I'm certainly on high alert myself. Maybe it's too much, but maybe that's what is required right now is to be uh, over paranoid. So for me, uh, business-wise, uh, as anyone who's been listening maybe knows, I work in a used bookstore, a very busy used bookstore where we deal with people, cash, 
We deal with going through people's boxes of things, looking through their stuff. Um, some of it's nice. Some of it's been sitting in the trunk. Some of it's been in people's basements. I mean, it, it can get kind of grimy and gross and you're, you're in close physical proximity with people going through their stuff. I feel at some point, you know, if this keeps up, I'm not sure where the business is in the city, let alone, you know, in North America, what we're going to be doing. It's strange, but if you want to see how, you know, impactful this is, go to your inbox right now, maybe in the spam folder and look at how many companies have sent you a email about how they're dealing with this crisis. I have got everything from StubHub to airlines yeah. to Swish LA. Car rental places. Yeah, Swish LA. <laughs> I got Swish LA sending me. Everyone is impacted by this and the immense impact this is going to have on the worldwide economy. You can already see it of the like where the stock market has gone this week and businesses that will be uh, – some that will be crippled by this, ones that cannot withstand – being out of business for an indefinite period of time. It's its so devastating. its uh, There's no way to uh, properly summarize. Just uh, everyone's living this. Everyone, we're not breaking any news to anybody. Yeah. Um, some other uh, things to go through that uh, we didn't have since occurred since we spoke with you on the Cafe Hangout on Thursday. Uh, WWE, they did uh, end up canceling their house shows this weekend with Saturday night, which was going to be right here in Toronto at the Coca-Cola Coliseum, Sunday night in Youngstown, Ohio, and then came the announcement about Raw at the uh, PPG Paints Arena on Monday night being moved to the Performance Center. Full Sail University has suspended uh, all group events until the end of April. Uh, WWE has not officially said anything about NXT, but one would certainly come to the conclusion that you could expect that NXT at the at the very least will be going to the Performance Center and doing empty arena shows. Um, so this is... WWE and UFC seem to be two of the, you know, sports leagues or sports promotions that are still trying to soldier through with all this. UFC is going to be doing an empty arena card on Saturday night. Bellator was set to do one tonight. And then today they decided just to postpone it altogether, uh, even after all the fighters had weighed in. Uh, but to their credit, they still paid everybody uh, on that Bellator card. Yeah. So um, w- what are your thoughts about uh the UFC as well. Um, they're going ahead not only with an empty arena show Saturday, but they're planning to do a full-scale show next Saturday in London, England, with it open to the public. I mean, London, England itself seems to be a little bit behind everybody else with the public gathering bans and things like that. So, Bella, and the show this weekend's in Brazil, right? Yes. For UFC? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can see something happening pretty drastic for that uh that England card. I, I just think it seems so um, crazy to be doing that at, you know, uh, an, an arena that size. And on top yeah. of that, you know, what, what no one is really focusing on, whether it's WWE, specifically to WWE, if there's one positive case in that locker room, then it's game over for doing any kind of live events. Like they're, everyone's quarantined at that point. Do you think so? Do you think Vince would go that far? I mean, I, I We've seen Vince do some pretty questionable things over the years, no? If there was one positive case of anyone that's – because think about it. If someone was in that ring tonight and six days from now a positive case comes out of someone who was on tonight's show, uh, that impacts everybody. It would be the same response. But not just that. I mean – sorry. But everybody from uh, NXT was in that ring, right? From Wednesday night. Oh, from Wednesday night. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
So how many other, you know, performers have been kind of through there, plus the crowd that was in there with that? Right. You had you had fans in there on, on Wednesday night. Yeah. And, and I don't know so what I, kind of the cleaning procedures have been inside the performance <laughs> center. Like, has the performance center been in operation these days? Are people in there working out? Um, there's, there's gyms here in town that have uh, just completely shut down. I know, like, the place I used to do yep. jujitsu at, they have not had any cases, but they have just shut down. There's no classes. It's just way too risky. How long do you suspect this is going to go for? I really have no idea. It's yeah, like you, you, you're optimistic that hopefully this is going to be contained at some point, but there's just no way of knowing, and that's got to be very frustrating uh, for for many people. And we can turn this over to you know the status of WrestleMania weekend because so much is hinging for so many different uh, independent wrestlers, independent promoters, and I think that on Thursday when. The mayor of Tampa and WWE officials, they were going to be meeting and like everyone's waiting. I think it's just if this thing's going to be canceled, let's rip off the Band-Aid. But to me, the worst answer is give us another week to think about it. Everyone's in limbo here. There's people that have planned vacations around going to Tampa. I think they're maybe uh, reticent to try and uh, try and salvage and get refunds or, or credits on, you know, their airfare and such, their accommodations. Everything's just in limbo. And, you know, part of me, I sympathize with, you know, people that have invested everything into these shows running that weekend. But you really have to look, Mike, at what is the responsible decision to make at the moment and encouraging people to um, ignore what everyone else is saying and travel and participate in these shows. I, I just don't understand how... At this point, where everything that we know, it's very different from 72 hours ago, how you can... Oh, man, it's different from 24 hours ago, it seems. Like right? it's, it's like... Just, and, and with each increasing you know, bit of knowledge that we get, each day that passes, it just seems more and more like insane to just even table this option that this can happen in a couple of weeks' time. I mean, for us, we were told today not to travel outside of Canada, right? Non-essential travel outside of Canada should not happen. And there's been rumblings about closing the borders, right, in Canada, that they don't want to do it yet, but it's it's on the table. I mean, for for people going to Mania, like you gotta figure there's how many people how many people are gonna be flying into that? How many people are gonna be coming from Europe? How many people are gonna be coming from Canada? It's crazy, right? And to kind of leave all these people in limbo and at least if they decide to pull the plug now, like you know, uh, three weeks out, at least people can kind of get the ball rolling of what, what they're going to do next and how they're going to try and salvage their business plans or salvage their, their vacation time or salvage their money they put on these flights. It's, it's, I don't see what the point of is hanging on. I don't think this is going to happen this show. I, I, I don't want to like simplify like what is at stake for a lot of these, these companies and, and WWE included, like it's just, it's very hard to look at this and realize that, you know, a huge part of this is also the financial side of it. And that's what's like if this if everything was equal, if this is just we are putting the health and safety of everyone first, this isn't happening at all. And it's like this weird game of, you know, the city of Tampa, well, you cancel it. And WWE saying, hey, if we're going to go unless you tell us to cancel it. And it's this weird back and forth. You would hope that one side can kind of take the reins, make the responsible decision, and it may be. You know, very 
harrowing for a lot of people. Like we saw um, uh, Mike uh, Bocicchio at High Spots. I don't know if you got to see any of his comments on on Friday, but he runs. Uh, I saw it briefly. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, of course uh, runs High Spots and by extension WrestleCon. And, you know, he's put in close to $200,000 into this convention. And he's, you know, certainly, I'm sure he's being hounded by people asking, why have you not canceled? They want refunds. And he's explaining that if I pull the plug on my own, I am liable for so much of this. And I can, I, I will have to sell my home. And it's almost like I've, he, it sounds like he wants some of the liability to be relaxed on him by, them being forced not to be able to run. And that's the predicament that some of these people find themselves in. It's, it's awful for, for many different people at different levels, but it just seems now is the most frustrating phase because it's just limbo and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and they've got to continue waiting. And what do you do in that period? You can't imagine you're selling any tickets right now. No business is being conducted. Everybody's trying to make contingency plans as each day goes further. I think people are more and more, no way am I getting on a plane and going to this thing. And, and it's, you just wish like, could we just make the responsible call here and then deal uh, with the fallout? Uh, But, you know, it's easy for me to say, and not looking at you know potentially six figure losses here. You gotta you gotta figure the talent does not want to do this, right? If, no. if this is going to be going on, but as um, so part of our March break plans is we were going to do a road trip down to Chicago, and we got an email from the hotel company that don't worry about cancellation as long as you're 24 hours ahead. We're going to like refund your money, no questions asked, and we got this uh, yesterday when all the kind of poop hit the fan a little bit. So I got to think, I'm not sure how, what kind of deal he might've booked for all the rooms for all the talent and everything, but there has to be like a level of understanding with, even with the hotel companies that they they don't want to be on the, the reliability hook for this, right? Like they don't want to be seen as the cause for, for someone getting sick because of this. Yeah. It's something we, we certainly have to explore further about what the, you know, what the options available are for some of these people. I know that, you know, this is obviously, it's the most lucrative weekend of the year for independent wrestlers, given all of the dates they get yeah. over that period. Um, if you're WWE wrestlers, though, like, I can't imagine that you're all that upset that you're missing out. You know, you're, you're getting paid your downside, regardless. I'm sure many of them would much rather just be at home with their families and not... Ri- it's one thing. The, these guys will, and, and women, like, will travel through... Uh, horrendous weather to get the shows. There's always yeah. that, you know, always make the show that, that certain, they will put themselves through quite a lot to make sure they are there. I think it becomes a totally different equation when the risk factor extends to your family, to your loved ones. And that I, I think is going to put a lot of people, um, you know, in, in a very, very difficult position that, that they're not going to want to be flying out to do these empty arena shows. Can you imagine these performers after tonight? that they want to be doing this for anything more than a one-off like tonight was. Yeah. I, I got to think that, you know, if they do this on Monday and trying to drag this to three hours, I'm not sure what's going to happen after that. Right. Like, I, I don't know what this is going to do. Uh, viewership wise. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a curiosity of what this show looks like, but I just, yeah, it's going to get old very quick. I just don't think it, like this is a band aid solution. And I think by, 
the end of Monday, if you go through three hours of this, I think they're you really have to sit down and be like, okay, what is what is the longer term plan here? Because we can't be doing this nonstop. It's no. it's got to be a, a little more creative than these empty arena shows. Um, final uh, news and notes here: uh, ROH, which. Mike and I were expected to be chatting on Sunday about a lot of Ring of Honor. They had a massive weekend planned for their 18th anniversary pay-per-view and past versus present show, uh, both happening in Las Vegas. And they found out on Thursday that the shows were off and Evolve has also postponed events that they had this weekend going on in Michigan and Chicago. They've moved those. Uh, as of now, Evolve is still uh, keeping their WrestleMania weekend dates, but they have said they are going to follow with whatever WrestleMania does. So there, and that's, I would imagine, uh, going to be the case for a lot of companies as well. And XFL as well, the final thing here, they have suspended their season. So, I mean, for them to continue, um, didn't seem like much of an option to begin with, given the fact that, you know, they they are reliant on selling tickets. They don't have these giant television contracts to at least produce the content um, that, you know, WWE, you can understand why they're pushing forward with Raw and SmackDown. But the XFL, they rely on the, the gate money and there's no fans that can attend these games. It seemed like let's let's mitigate our losses. But that's um, that's the end of season one of the XFL. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're getting season two? I think we are. I, I feel we are just yeah. because Vince McMahon had earmarked so much money towards the idea of uh, – I can't remember what the figure was. I think it was just under $300 million. I mean there, there's going to be catastrophic losses for season one. But he also went into that knowing that there were going to be catastrophic losses. And uh, I, I do think we see a second season. Um, number three, I guess that's the question here. Like does – um, does this offset the finances that maybe they had in mind to try and get uh, to a third season? And with the television viewership, like it was going down, down, down every week. And that's the the big Hail Mary is that by the end of this, some broadcaster is going to offer them uh, an enormous you know, television rights deal. And that makes all of these losses worth it uh, in the end. I mean, did, did the XFL beyond like week one really come into into your orbit? Did you – find any kind of um attachment to the xfl or was this no no i didn't even hear anybody talking about it outside of wrestling circles and we lived through the first version of the xfl yes. and as yeah like i don't think it had very good press but it was still um it was still something discussed um and this one it just felt like it was there also was, there was no buzz attached to this beyond the first week like just nothing it was uh to no. me but I, i'm not the ardent sports fan either that's following this stuff no, but I think even, you know, listening to sports talk radio and, and talking to, you know, other sports fans, it's either way below the radar that's not even on the radar or it's a joke this year. And the original season was, you know, it's it's uh, a laughing stock still, right? Yeah. And that's really what they pushed this was, hey, there's all these fans during the NFL season and we start off the week after the Super Bowl and we can have, you know, we extend football. The, the football season. but. You know, this yeah. this tells you like there's NFL fans, there's college football fans, but just run of the mill football fans, they are there. There were about a million and a half of them on a really good. That was the high point that they were doing this past week. Um, there is, yeah, yeah. I think I think the key with trying to get that thing going is to is the gambling and this and the fantasy football aspect of it, right? And with only eight teams, it's pretty tough to do fantasy teams. 
All right. So all the latest news, you can uh, follow along at postwrestling.com. Uh, this is where, for those listening on the free feed, we're going to sign off. Uh, Mike and I are now going to get into the review of SmackDown from Friday night at the Performance Center. If you want to listen to that full review, you can log in at postwrestlingcafe.com. Uh, sign up there, and you can hear all of our thoughts on tonight's SmackDown, uh, which we will now transition over to.